Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing it a little different tonight for episode 93 on We Hate Sports. I am your co-host, Takaris Hayes here, a.k.a. TK Hayes. Um, tonight, like I said, it's a 93rd episode. We're trying something a little different this week. I am going to mess up, listeners, but that's okay. Practice makes perfect. All right, so tonight, let's start off with the co-hosts and the other members, I guess. Let's start off with my fellow co-host, Mr. PC. Ladies and gentlemen. Do not tune off this episode, okay? You're not hearing things. Your boy PC is in TKC this week as he takes over modding duties. And just like Aaron Rodgers betrays bum-ass Patriots, TK, I'm hoping that you will establish your reign as an okay moderator. You're still not the best. I'm the best. I'll let you have your moment of silence, PC. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we got our G-man Gianni. A.K.A. Mr. Baseball. The Eagles are 4-0. That's unbelievable. Amazing start for the season. Another thing I want to say is Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. Before I move on to the third person, there's somebody on this call right now who actually thinks that their quarterback is actually better than Patrick Mahomes. And his last name is not Mahomes, it's Allen. But we'll talk about that next week. Um, Sean, our Mr. Our Mr. College Football, how you feeling tonight, bro? Feeling good. It is another victory Monday. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Giants three and one. No, that can't be true. That can't be right. Let me let me check. No, nope. They're three and one. Surprisingly, um, they've had some good wins. Brian Dable is the guy. He's the one. We found our head coach finally. It's been some time now since Tom Coughlin. But you know, this is probably the best time I've felt being a Giants fan since at least 2016 with Odell. Maybe all the way back to the last Super Bowl. So. It's it's good to be a Giants fan right now. I can't lie. Well, unfortunately, I can't relate to being three and one or having a coach. Well, maybe my coach is good, but I'm not quite so sure yet. But must be nice, bro. Must be nice. And last but not well, last but truly least, um, it's not totally this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually Trey. How you feeling tonight, bro? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the We Hate Sports Pioneer is back to go two time. WHS trivia champion. And remember, if I lose, it's racism because these questions was rigged by Dakaris Cameron Nicholas Hayes. And I just want everyone to know I'm coming back for that title, baby. Let's go. Let's go. You have a Mickey Mouse frame, by the way. You're a hater. You bro. are. I really have. You, got, you, you really, really got to stop, bro. I have four stop. rings. I really have four rings right now. Three of them are undisclosed, but you know, I got cheated. The uh, conspiracy. So they, okay, so you have four rings, right? You have four rings. I got three in spirit, one for real. Wait, so I have a question. Is that how Buffalo Bills fans think? With four? Never mind. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, hey, like I yeah. said earlier, we hate sports. Episode ninety-three tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We actually have something special for you guys. PC. Why don't you, why don't you, I'm going to let you take this one. Just be a little cold for a second. Why don't you tell them what we got planned for tonight? It's, it, it's a little game that we play that's come pretty, that's become pretty, pretty popular on the show, bro. Um, it's something that I kind of screwed myself up last time that we played. Um, we call it We Hate Trivia, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. We Hate Trivia. And for the listeners, I'm going to give you a little reminder of one of the very, Blooper, one of the very most epic bloopers that we've ever had with Trey when we asked him, what was the world's most popular sport? He didn't say soccer. He didn't say football. 
You know what he said, ladies and gentlemen? This man said baseball. And I just wanted to remind the listeners of how embarrassing that was. Baseball was the number one sport in the entire world. Well, like I said, we got we hate trivia for you for you tonight. Uh, college football talk with Sean, of course. Baseball used to be the most popular sport. I don't want to hear your mouth. Shut in up. In America. In America. In America. Is America yes. not a part of the world? Is America not a part of the world? Is, is it the entire world? <laughs> Is it the entire world? Let me stop. So like I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, we have a jam-packed episode for you tonight. We hate trivia. College football talk with Sean. We got TK's tier list, you guys already know. Off the top off the top rope with our co-host PC and Trey. And then of course, you guys' favorite, the hot takes. So um also follow our Twitter and IG. Forgot to say that. Follow our Twitter and IG. We hate sports underscore podcast. Follow the YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports, all together bunched up. Um, so for this week, I came up with the questions for you guys. Uh, you guys know the rules. You guys need a pen and paper. Um, I could, PC, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the easy questions are not multiple choice. You just have to answer off the top of your head. Um, and then when we get to the hard part, that's when you guys can get uh, multiple choice and, and, and whatnot. I think I came up with some pretty good questions this week. Um, Medium, medium and hard round. You do get medium, multiple choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do get multiple choice, medium and hard round, correct. Um, but for the easy rounds, you get none. So I think I made them pretty easy for the easy round also. So you really, you guys really shouldn't need hints or anything like that. You know, this week, All right. I'm rocking no pen, no paper. So let me just set myself up here nice and neatly. Call on me first, of course. All right. All right, so for the first question. It's going to be a college basketball, all right? Looked. What year did the Villanova Wildcats beat the North Carolina Tar Heels for the NCAA championship? But there's no way yeah. y'all are already struggling. <laughs> Let's sh- I should know Bro, this. there is no... PC, I should you know definitely this. should know, bro. It wasn't that long ago, dog. I'm, no, so, it wasn't. It wasn't. Just That's why I'm, like, all, really going to blink. Three... Two, one. All right. Trey, what's your answer? 2016. 2016, okay. Uh, Sean? Oh, always starting at the quick trick question, man. I don't know. 2020? Gianni? 2019. And PC? Went back and forth with 2016, 2017, but I went with 2017. All right, so if one person got the answer right, that person automatically moves on, right? And then it's, okay, so Trey, congratulations, you move on. It was 2016. Go, Trey, you should have went with the first one. I, I should have went with my gut right there. I knew it was either 2016 or 2017. I just, I forgot. I always forget when the championships right. are. At first, I was going to go bad, not bad. I All right. Um... All right, we'll go to another easy one. All right, which this is very easy, and if y'all get this wrong, you, you this should not be on the podcast. All right, which quarterback was drafted before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson in the 2017 NFL draft? If y'all get this, y'all should be ashamed. Yeah, if y'all get this wrong, y'all should be ashamed, bro. I th- actually, I think we were just talking. We might have been talking about this in the chat earlier today. Oh, that's funny. I mean, right. it's so, it's kind of pathetic that this actually happened too. <laughs> Looking back, it it really is, bro. But uh, let's start with Sean. 
I went with Mitchell True Biscuit. Uh, Gianni? Mitch Trubisky. I went with Mitch True Musket. <laughs> all right, you guys all got it correct. Good job. All right, so that's. I I I just think we need to put some respect on the Nickelodeon MVP's name. I, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Respect. No. 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 <laughs> hey, hey, he is a Nickelodeon MVP. I forgot about that. Though. That's crazy. I never take that away from him. All right. Uh, all right, here's one. I think this is pretty easy. Peyton Manning threw blank touchdown passes in 2013 to break the single-season touchdown passing record. How many touchdowns did he throw? Trey, these are some good questions, ain't it, bro? I'm doing, I did good, right? Did good, ain't it, Trey? Yeah, it's pretty good so far. Is this just going to be whoever's the closest if we can't get it right? It's too, like, yeah, whoever... All right, let's go. Let's switch it up. Let's try with. Let's go with PC first. I knew it was fifty something. I said fifty-two. Fifty-two. Okay. Let's go with Gianni. Uh, fifty-five. Okay. Let's go with Sean. I also went with fifty-five. PC. I love you, man, but I'm sorry. Gianni and Sean got it right. <laughs> they move on. Oh my! I don't know how uh, I knew that, but as soon as you wait, you even call on Trey. Even call Trey. Trey was already right. Trey was already advanced. Remember? But he oh, said, uh, oh, he, he said, yeah. I, damn. Goodbye, wow. PC. This is really a first. This is actually a first. Like I'll, this. this. So now, now it's medium questions, right? Yeah. Now, okay. now it's um, medium. That's crazy. All right. Opposite day. I'm never letting you be mild again. That I mean, this is bad luck for me, clearly. All right. What was Gilbert Arenas' nickname in the NBA? So here's the next question, you guys. Dale Curry played for five teams in his NBA career. Which NBA team drafted him? Was it the Hornets? Was it the Cavs? Was it the Jazz? Or was it the Warriors? Which team drafted him? Everybody ready? All right, Trey? Uh, we've been gambling all night. Let's go again. I'm going with the Hornets. The Hornets. Uh, Sean? Not confident about this one, but I also went with the Charlotte Hornets. And Gianni? Hornets as well. Okay, so if they all get it wrong, what happens? It's an, we just it, move it, on it, to it, the next question. Move on. Okay, all right. God damn it. The answer was the Jazz, though. Um. Okay, here's a good one. All right, wait. <laughs> Tallest NBA player in NBA history was how tall? Seven six. Eight foot. Seven three, seven seven. The tallest play, the tallest NBA player in the history was how tall? Seven six, eight foot, seven three, or seven seven? Seven seven. Okay, go ahead, Sean. I want to say it was Sean Bradley who was seven foot seven. Okay, and go ahead, uh, Gianni. Seven seven as well. 
How did y'all get it right? How did y'all get it right, bro? What the hell? All right, I'm they got that, lucky but... and guessed because <laughs> I wasn't about to choose eight foot because that seems ridiculous. Like, you can't even get off your feet eight foot. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans all-time leading running back. What is his name? Earl Campbell, Chris Johnson, Derrick Henry, Eddie George. That's actually a really good question. I like this one. I'm going to go with Earl Campbell. Go ahead, uh, Gianni. I pick Eddie George. Go ahead, Sean. Definitely the toughest question of the night so far. I went with also Eddie George. Well, we finally moved on, ladies and gentlemen. Trey, you are incorrect. It was Eddie George. So, Sean and Gianni. Yay. All right, I gotta come up with another Hey, for like the next couple minutes, I'm still the champ. PC lost first. That's all that matters. I'm back next month. Oh, brother. We're drowned between Gianni and Sean. Determined we hate trivia 18's champion. How many points did LeBron James average for his Miami, for his entire Miami Heat career? 29.1, a half. How many points did LeBron James average in his Miami Heat career? 29.1, 27.3, 26 or 28 and a half. You know, TK, good. get this right. You fans until LeBron went there. I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this to you, too. You guys can use the hint, but you both have to agree to use it. If one person doesn't want to do it, you can't use it. Y'all want to use it or? No, no, okay. All right, all right. Uh, let's go with let's go with Gianni first. I picked twenty-seven point three. And let's go with Sean. Well, TK, get to writing another question. I also picked twenty-seven point three. Jesus Christ, man! It was twenty-six point <laughs> nine. Damn it! I was so close right. between those two. Damn it! All right, hold on one second. Man, PC, look, man, you might have to ask a question that if you got a question that you that you maybe want to ask PC, go you you got you got my blessing, bro. But um, hold on. All right, who's the all-time leading rusher in the NFL? A. Walter Payton, B. Emmitt Smith, three Frank Gore, or D. Barry Sanders. I believe it is sweetness, Walter Payton. Go ahead, Gianni. I picked Barry Sanders. How do you both get it wrong? It was Emmett Smith. I knew it, it was, was Emmett Smith. Smith. I knew it wasn't Gore Barry. It was Emmett Smith. Barry and Brown man. Oh, I, I can't come up with any more questions. I got you. I got you. I got you. It was Peyton or Smith. I didn't know which one. I think I got the real juicy one. One that we're both that we're all familiar with, actually. Okay, Gianni and Sean, are y'all ready for this hard question? We all remember back in 2011, Miracle at the Meadowlands number two. Now, we all remember the infamous return 
from Deshaun Jackson going across the field for the touchdown. But who was the punter that punted to Deshaun Jackson? Was it mm. A, Johnny Hecker, B, Marquette King, C, Matt Dodge, or D, Sam Martin? Can you repeat the question? I'll repeat uh, question and answers. Who was the punter that punted to Deshaun Jackson at Miracle at the Meadowlands number two in 2011? Was it A, Johnny Hecker, B, Marquette King, C, Matt Dodge, or D, Sam Martin? John, you can't keep your finger up for too long. You know? We're all familiar with the situation. Stuck. At least I think, you. I think he hates you right now. I, you know, I, I felt this was a fair question to be like, because those Eagles, Giants, you know, just another classic moment of Giants, you know, being owned by their daddy franchise. I, I thought it was good. All right. Sean, go with you first. Matt Dodge, you fuck you, PC. Johnny, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what's your answer? I pick A, whatever it was, A. The first option. Uh, well, I'm, I messed up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have a winner. I'm not even happy. PC, how did you ruin my trivia championship? You, re- I don't even want to celebrate. Just move on to the next segment. Screw this. Bro, that's amazing. I, I love, you got to love the nights. host, bro. You got to love it, bro. I he, love it. He knew what he was doing. You got to love it. I love it. You. Good job. Whatever. Championship number three. Congratulations, Sean. Congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Sean. Uh, the reason why we don't seem excited is because we're not. Anytime a white man wins on this show, we, we, we're just not happy about that. We would never be happy about that. Um, white yeah, people have been yeah. winning in America. Actually, just not, we're not exactly, we're not exactly celebrating that. This, uh, PC, this thank you for the question. PC, thank you for the question. Ladies and gentlemen, Episode 93, We Hate Trivia. We'll be back in about a month. Um, I will be back to reclaim my throne. I believe since Gianni lost, that means he'll be the one asking the questions next time. Um, so, Gianni, hopefully you don't screw up the We Hate Sports podcast. Uh, uh, it, it's, whoever, uh, I, it's whoever was eliminated first. I was eliminated first. Wait. I, oh, that is how it worked. You did text me. No, wait. Did you lose first? Yeah, you did lose first. You're right. You're right. Damn. Damn. I mean... Okay, I though. Like I've been waiting for this. I just feel like, I just feel like, PC, we're the host, so we have to at least make it to the second round, man. It's not really a good look for us right now. I understand. I understand. But it's okay, because this is the first time I'll be coming up with the questions willingly, okay? After, after losing. Himself, ladies and gentlemen. Don't hurt next, me to ruin the questions. No, 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 no bad questions anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I think we did pretty good tonight, though. I kind of like the I say, you to add in hockey. I say we shoot for the end of the month because it is October. And how about a Halloween themed We Hate Trivia or We Hate Trivia 19? You either got to paint your face or wear a mask, one or the other. You don't got to be a full costume, but you got to wear something. Everybody. Right? I'm down. I'm down. What? So, yeah, so we're going to move on to the next segment uh, NFL Pick'em. You get two locks and uh, one upset. 
so you guys know how we do this. Uh, we're gonna start with let's start with Sean. You won uh, trivia, so let's start with you. I'm pretty confident in my picks this week. Yeah, you know, I went two and one last week. A much needed bounce back after going zero and three the week before. Uh, I've got the Green Bay Packers this week in London against my New York Giants as my lock of the week. I'm going to do something a, a little bit similar as PC did last week and I did last week. And, you know, it, it didn't work for the guessing, the predicting game, but it did work for getting the Giants to win. So if I have to sacrifice one correct answer every single week for the Giants to continue to win, that's what I'm going to do. The Green Bay Packers are my lock of the week. My next one is going to be the Buffalo Bills over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I'm expecting a big bounce back game from the Buffalo Bills. They did win last week, but they didn't look the greatest. It took a big second half comeback for them to win against the Pittsburgh Steelers team with a rookie quarterback. Kenny Pickett is announced to be the starter, his first third of his career. I'm expecting the Buffalo Bills to dominate that game. Lastly, my upset of the week. So I'm a little bit surprised that this even is an upset, but I guess I could see why. Uh, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions, who have been putting up amazing numbers on offense, but have struggled a bit on defense over the New England Patriots, Trey's New England Patriots, uh, who may or may not have Mac Jones back. I don't know. We'll see about that. Either way, I have a lot of confidence in the Detroit Lions offense to get this win. Okay. um, My first lock of the week is going to be the Chiefs over the Raiders. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to dominate the Raiders like how they do usually. And then my second lock of the week is going to be the Bucks over the Falcons. Um, the Falcons are 0-2, and they won two in a row. I doubt that they, they go into Tampa and win. And for my upset of the week is going to be the Jets over the Dolphins. The Dolphins are three-point favorites. I think it's a close – it might be a close battle. There's no Tua. They're banged up, the Dolphins. So I could see the Jets upsetting the, the Dolphins this week. Sean is a fraud, always taking one of my answers. He wants to be like his dad so badly. My first answer, my lock of the week, it'd be the Bills over the Steelers. That should be a that should be a that should be a murder, right? The Steelers suck, okay? They just suck. They flat out suck. They're going to get killed. Okay? My second lock of the week, picking the Tennessee Titans over Washington Commies. The Titans have been looking real good the last two weeks. Derrick Henry's been killing it, finally getting back in rhythm. I don't see the commies stopping that. And then my upset of the week, Sean, I'm actually taking the Giants to win this week because, well, the Green Bay Packers, they're good. You know what I'm saying? They're not that good, but they're a very beatable team. And if we can almost beat them with Zappy, I have no doubt in my mind that Saquads and the New York Giants will go out there in London and get this W. No home field advantage for either team, so it's pretty down the middle, but I think the Giants could actually pull this off. That's my thing. I hope you know Davis Webb is probably going to be starting at quarterback. It doesn't matter. Saquads is here. Saquads is here. Davis Webb. (laughs) Good luck, Giants. Um, So for my first lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Bills over the Steelers. I don't care if it's Mitchell Trubitsky, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph. Um, Josh Allen is, <laughs> that's, oh, I, I feel really bad for the Steelers. My mom's a Steelers fan, but man, y'all are about to get slaughtered. So give me the bills uh, for my first lock. My second lock, I was teasing back and forth, til- uh, tilting back and forth uh, with Eagles, Cardinals, Packers, 
Giants. I think I'm going to go with the Packers because of what Sean just said about who the starting quarterback for that game might be. Um, that game will be in London. So if you decide to wake up early to watch that game, thanks for the viewership. Roger Goodell's assistant. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers over the Giants for my second lock. And then for my upset of the week, I'm going to go with the Commanders over the Titans. Now, this week, uh, there's been some, you know, rumors about Carson Wentz and, you know, people want a change at quarterback. I don't necessarily think Carson Wentz is the main problem when it comes to the entirety of problems that the commanders have okay he hasn't been playing good i'm not saying that he's been playing good as a matter of fact he's been playing like average um but as it stands right now that o-line isn't helping him um and he may or may not have Jahan dotson for this upcoming week with that being said the titans two good things can't happen in a row with that team um I know they just came off victory against the Colts, but they've owned the Colts and it would be very Titans-esque to go to Washington and lose to Carson Wentz in the Washington Commanders. So give me the Commanders at home and upset Wentz. He's going to do good. He's going to do bad, but I think he's going to do enough to secure the upset victory. Give me a 23-20 to 20 victory. Okay. Very, very interesting locks in our upsets. <clears throat> I just feel like anytime you put the commanders in your your upset, you're just really setting yourself he up for hell for the week. But um, well, I, I guess I'll do my locks as well. Um, I agree with what most of you guys said. The Bills over the Steelers. Steelers are about to get absolutely killed, bro. Um, I don't. I I I think we all said in earlier on the podcast that we all agree that at some point Kenny Pickett will take over. But I don't think throwing him in a football game against the Buffalo Bills is uh is 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 the way you want to bring out your rookie quarterback for his first game. So um yeah that's gonna be very interesting. I agree with PC hundred percent. Uh tell your mom I'm sorry as well, PC, because uh, the, the the beat down that them Steelers are about to get this week is about to be nasty, bro. It, give me forty seven to like seventeen, somewhere around there, bro. It's gonna be nasty. Um also I think Gianni said this, uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs over the Raiders. Um Patrick Mahomes, bro. I mean, I'm gonna talk about him a little bit on my on my tears list, but that dude is just, bro. That dude is just special, dog. And and honestly, what I, even though the Raiders they beat us 32 to 23 yesterday, um, really nothing about the Raiders is really showing me that they're 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 set to go toward the right direction. Besides the fact that they realize that running the ball actually does help you in a lot of ways, um, instead of always trying to throw it to Devontae Adams like 30 times a game. Um, so yeah, they were able to figure that out. And then uh for my lock or for my upset. <clears throat> the Broncos over the Colts. Give me the Broncos over the Colts, man. Now, look, I know guys, it seems like every week I'm setting myself up with the Broncos, but look, man, I'm gonna ride with the Broncos until until and, 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 and it <laughs> look, I don't know how long I'm gonna ride with the Broncos, all right, but I'm just gonna continue riding as long as Russell Wilson is my quarterback. I believe that we are headed towards the right direction. Um and I just don't think the Colts are very, very good at all. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think Taylor's supposed to be in this game. I think he's supposed to be out for a couple of weeks uh, with the injury. Um, I think Darius, Darius Leonard is still supposed to be out this week with a concussion. So um, they're going to be missing some of their players as 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 are we. But um, I just think overall we're a better team, and I and nothing that Matt Ryan has shown this year has been good to me at all. So give me the Broncos over the 
over the Colts this week. Uh, we won by a field goal, 23-20. It's going to be the uh, NFL pick'em, locks, and, and, and upset for the week. Um, and let's move on to my segment, PK's tier list. Ladies and gentlemen, you know how we do this every week, three winners, three losers. Um, if I don't sound like I have a lot of enthusiasm in my voice, because my Broncos were on the losers list again this week. And uh, I'm, I'm going to start with the Broncos this week on the losers. <sighs> Melvin Gordon, Brad. Ladies and gentlemen, five fumbles in the past four games. Absolutely unacceptable. This is a guy that we're talking about had four fumbles the entire season last year. And in the first three weeks, you already had five, bro. Melvin Gordon, bro, you're... <laughs> I'm not going to say you're cooked. I'm not going to say you're done, but damn, bro, you have got to get it together, dog, because literally, bro, the entire reason of why we lost yesterday was because of you, bro. And let me tell you something. What you did after during the post-conference interview when you were upset and the person asked you the question, I mean, they asked, que- they asked Melvin Gordon questions about the phone. They answered some of them. They asked him one more time, what can you do to make sure that things like this doesn't happen for the rest of the season? And instead of answering the question, instead of being a grown-ass man, he decided to hit the desk a couple times or hit the table a couple times and then walk out. Look, bro, you don't do training. You, you hate training camp. You say this all the time, bro. You don't do OTAs ever. I mean, even when since, since your charter days, you've just never been to OTAs. Bro, these are the reason why you go to OTAs and why you take training camp seriously, bro, because you, are, you have a problem. You have a Butterfingers problem, and it all starts in practice, bro. I don't want it last week or the week before it was because of Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, he's fixed his wrong. He, he's finally starting to figure things out. Um, he still has a lot to work on, yes, but he's a new coach. And, and, and I will be patient with him. But Melvin Gordon, I'm not going to be patient with you, bro, because you're a 10-plus year player. I mean, you know better, bro. You can't be fumbling when the offense is moving the ball downfield. You cannot be fumbling and moving us back. You cannot be fumbling and allowing the other team to score, bro. So, although I put the Broncos on the losers list this week, ladies and gentlemen, really, Melvin Gordon, you're the loser, bro. You are the loser this week. All you got to do, bro, and I'm already knowing what you're about to do. You're about to go out Thursday. You're about to have a 100-yard rushing game, and everybody's going to think that everything is all good and dandy. It is not because at the end of the day, you still have five fumbles in four games. You need to consistently learn how to hold on to the ball so that these things don't happen. Because right now, bro, we could easily be sitting at 4-0 or 3 because of your stupid-ass fumbles at the goal line on the one and then the one that you had yesterday for a touchdown. I mean, bro, things like that cost us games, bro. And I do not want to have another week of my Broncos being on the losers this week. So, Melvin Gordon, bro, please just get it together, man. We still love you in Broncos country, but, bro, you really got to get it together, dog. You got to get it together. All right, so for my second loser of the week, um, this is going to be pretty short. TK, so, bro. Um, what's up? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I, bring y'all in. I, if anybody... If anybody wants to say anything um, about my Broncos being on the losers, losers this week, if you want to, if you want to criticize Melvin Gordon, go ahead, bro. This is the one time I will let you do it because, bro, he deserves it. Isaiah Wynn, Damian Harris, no, Jerry no, Judy, okay, second no, round pick. Hey, That's up, the trade. Shut up, shut up. That's anybody the trade. That's a good trade. I, I, you know what? I, I, I do trade. have one thing to say. Broncos country. Oh God, he tried. He tried. TK. So we're gonna go. Go what's up? Um, like how I said to you too. before the show, you guys should have to try to get um, Kareem Hunt, maybe a third and a fifth round pick, and then after the season, get Williams back healthy and, and cut Gordon. 
Gianni, I was thinking of something, all right? Because um, we all know that the Bills are nothing without their passing game, right? So yeah. what if we give them Melvin Gordon for a third round pick? Actually, Des, you can come on. You can come on. I, we'll give you Melvin Gordon and 2035 no. and a 2035 no. first round pick. For no, thank you. Your third no, string you. running back. Don't nobody want. Edmonds Thank God the Bills didn't trade God, for CMC anyways, this year because no, I would have had that. I wouldn't even watch. I would have even watched, bro. But um, let's move on. Uh, my second loser for the week, like I said, it's gonna be short and simple, bro. It's the Browns. Anytime you lose to the Jets, I mean, does anybody have anything they want to add to that? I mean, anytime you lose to no, the no, Jets, they I lost to the Falcons. Well, Falcons, yeah, I'm sorry, Falcons, wrong team. Anytime you lose to the Falcons or the, you know, I'm gonna say the Jets. Anytime, if you're a team that lose to the Falcons or the Jets, you're going to be on this list, bro. The Falcons have so many question marks on defense, on the offensive line, as far as who is the number one running back. They have no right receiver because Calvin Ridley got suspended for gambling on his own team. Deshaun Watson only got 11 games, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I mean, yeah, this is just a team that just has issues all over, bro. And here's the here's the most damning part. I want everybody to look at the camera really quick because I don't know if you guys know this, but this man, literally, Mariota, did not pass the ball more than seven times yesterday, and they got a win. This man passed the ball seven times yesterday, and they got a win, bro. I don't even know how that's – I don't even think you can pull that off in Little League football, bro, let alone okay. the NFL. You can pull that off. Remember, the Patriots and Bills last year, Mac Jones only threw it three times, and we got that W. Mm. Oh, y'all did. victory. Yeah. I'm loving this. Trey, thank you. Anytime y'all get a chance to attack the Bills, I want y'all to do it on this show, on on this on the on my tears even more now because of our new um um moderator. But yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, Trey. I guess I I mean, damn, I can't even say none of that, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the Falcons run game looked like yesterday. I'm assuming it was absolutely spectacular. I mean, when you're like I said, when your quarterback only has to pass the ball seven times and you get a win. Cordero yeah, Patterson didn't uh, even have yeah. good of a game. I don't know how they won though. I didn't yeah, I don't I I don't know, but man Brown, I I yeah. I, I understand their situation. Sean Watson is not there yet, but still, man, this is that's that's just unacceptable, bro. You can't lose to a team that has literally question marks all over and then you lose to a quarterback that passed the ball seven times i mean the patriots at least an excuse for them is they have bill belichick i mean it's the patriots bro you feel me like we're just used to seeing success at least they have an excuse. Desi, i'm not even Desi, i'm being nice about it bro but yeah at least they have an excuse but falcons have absolutely no excuse i, I think they is this the first is this the first year head coach also or second year something like that bro I mean, they just have a lot of new first year head coach there so there's a lot of new in that building and to get a win um Brown's still a pretty good defensive team. Uh, they still got Kareem Hunt and Chubb there. Uh, they just got Amari Cooper from the Cowboys. I mean, this is a team that, even with a backup quarterback, you should still be able to pull off a win against the Falcons. Um, and again, they didn't. So, yeah, they're going to be on this week. And the last loser. The same Tolu's not on this week, man. Our, our Ravens fan, everything Ravens, Baltimore. But Ravens got to be on this week, bro, because you were up 17-3 to three in the first half. And you lost to Bills. And I understand the Bills are – I understand the Bills are – I mean, they are who they are. We we talk ish about the Bills and Josh Allen all the time, but the Bills are what they are. They are who they are. And uh, there were a lot of – there were a lot of our favorites this year. But, man, look, when you're up 17-3, and three, right, 
And I'm just not going to talk about the Bills right now. When you have Lamar Jackson, bro, there should be no excuse of why you're scoreless in the second half, bro. There's absolutely no excuse. And look, I understand a lot of people want to blame John Harbaugh. Should have kicked the field goal. Um, I agree. He should have kicked the field goal. I don't know why he didn't kick the field goal, but that's a whole other conversation for another day, bro. The bottom line is you got Lamar Jackson, a top three quarterback in the NFL. There's absolutely no reason why this man should not get you down the field and score a touchdown or even a field goal, which would have tied the game because the Bills would have tied 20-20, and then we're having a completely different conversation. Ravens, man, it, it, it seems like every week is something different, all right? So one, one week it could be the offensive line failure. One week it could be the defensive failure. One week it could be a misplay. One week it could be the head coach. And uh, I can't remember Eric. What, what is his name? Eric something. I can't remember. I wish Foles was here to tell me the name of his GM that he completely rips. Ass Eric Costa. Eric Costa. There we go. So every week is something new with the Ravens, bro. But this week I got to blame it on Lamar, man, because I just like I said, the defense kind of did their job. I understand that they answered twenty, that they answered seventeen unanswered points in the second half. Which, when you think about it. Holding the Bills to 17 points and a half is, as I mean, because it's the Bills. That's actually really good for a defense, bro, that's when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? That's great for a defense because the Bills are one of the most, if not the most high-powered offense in the NFL. So holding them to 17 points means your defense, your defense excuse me, did their job. That means that the offense, you didn't do your job, Lamar Jackson. And I hate to be this person and go back to this because you all know how I feel. Give Lamar his money. Lamar should be able to go in there with a blank check. Whatever number he puts on that check, they should pay him. But I will look at it from the point of view of fans and the organization who look at it from this way. Lamar Jackson, you want us to pay you all this money, right? We're up 17-3 in the first half. You mean to tell me as a... Let's just say it's $300 million quarterback, right? You mean to tell me a $300 million quarterback can't go out and give us seven points in the second half, but you want us to pay you all this money, but you can't put up. But wait, PC, because I know what you're going to go at, but I'm saying. But here's how I look at it. Because it's the Bills. I can see if they played. This is the Bills, a team that they'll possibly be facing in the playoffs, correct? So you can't beat this team. You you go out and you you. You do what you're supposed to do in the first half, but you don't finish the game. And that key word is finish. You don't finish the game. I mean, at the organization, they're going to look at it, and this is something that they're going to hold against Lamar. Well, Lamar wants us to pay him all this money. I understand he went against the best team in the NFL, but at the same time, we were up. He couldn't get us seven points or whatever in the second half, and now this is why we may not want to pay Lamar. I don't agree with that, PC, but I would love for you to come in because I know you want to say something. I'm just saying that's probably how the organization – is looking at it from that point of view. But you know me. There I, was, I say Taylor Marble. Go ahead. There was a, at the end of that game, Marcus Peters, he threw his helmet at John Harbaugh at the end of that game um, out of frustration. And I think we just saw, like, all the tension, all the built-up frustration that this team has been feeling, you know, for this entire season just explode right there at the end of the game you know it feels like right now the ravens are like playing as a group of guys trying to win the football game not playing as one consistent unit and that falls back on you know it you know obviously it ultimately falls down to the players making plays of course and execute them but you have to count on the coaches to make the right play calls as well you have to count on front office to get the right guys in here to be able to you know 
try to win games against a team like the Buffalo Bills, who, who they're probably going to see in the playoffs. Um, and it, this year, it just, especially at home, it just has not, it hasn't clicked. Like, that's now back-to-back losses that the Ravens should have won in a convincing fashion that they did not win. And that's has to be frustrating. You know, the um, opportunity to go for it on fourth and goal. You know, I completely understand John Harbaugh's perspective. You know, maybe you take the three points right there, but, you know, whatever. You, you win by a field goal, you know, or you get beat by a touchdown. I do think the Bills are going to score right there on that final drive, but they didn't because the Ravens didn't convert on fourth and goal. Um, there's there's levels to how you lose in this league, um, and the Ravens, the way they've been losing, it's going to absolutely destroy that locker room. It's been destroying this locker room very very slowly but surely. Um, I, I don't know how many losses they can keep taking like this until they get somebody out of there. It's either going to be John Harbaugh or it's going to be Lamar Jackson. And for Eric DaCosta and I, Ravens front office, I know who I would pick. I think we all know who we pick. I think we all agree that Lamar should get his money and that Lamar should be paid. But at the same time, bro, we all know how the NFL works. It's a business, bro. Most of the times, they're going to go with the, their own coach who has, I think John Harbaugh has been there. I mean, he's been there through the through the great defense when, when the Ravens had the best defense of all time in the NFL. He's been through the Joe Flacco era. I mean, he's been through all those eras. It's going to be if I'm looking at it from, if I'm being realistic, I'm going to say that if they had to choose between Lamar and the head coach, John Harbaugh, I think they would go with John Harbaugh, which is the wrong choice. I, I think I they'd think go they Lamar. Go John the, so why haven't I, they paid him, PC? Why haven't they I, I want to jump back. I don't know why they paid Look, Like, I, I'll let you. I'll Trey, let you go. Trey, I'm wait, just saying. Johnny, I'll let you go. For, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, PC. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, like, it's it's a different era, you know, so I I would pay – like, I think they're going to ultimately pay Lamar because they have to. They were going to fire John Harbaugh before Lamar became the starter. Lamar saved John Harbaugh. That's all I want to say. That's true. That's true. That's a great, that's a, Brad, that's a great point. Uh, go ahead, Deion. And Trey, I see your hand up. I'll let you go out there. Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Deion. Um, in my opinion, their defense, I, I was seeing a stat um, earlier today. At home, they give up 32 points per game at home, basically. Their defense is like a disaster. Honestly, they don't play the same type of defense they played the last, like you know, like last couple of years. And and now it's, it's like a troubling sign because now they have to play the Bengals in the Sunday night game that's for first place. And if they lose that game, that would be three home losses, and and that could break up the team. Honestly, like it 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 can um cause some panic, basically, because that's a pretty big game and if you lose that game things are gonna get out of control there honestly go ahead Trey uh, yeah uh, real quick I just wanted to say that I kind of agree with PC on his point uh, with the coaching play calls like fans being mad I don't blame John Harbaugh for like going for it on fourth down because their offense they wasn't scoring, so to get that close when they did, a field goal wouldn't have did anything, especially when their defense was not holding up. Like <coughs> you said, they was winning 17-3. Bills come storming back. 
if you kick a field goal, there's no there's no saying that they don't score another touchdown because they have to. Like PC said, they settled for the field goal because that's all they needed. Now, the play call wasn't bad. It was the execution. Third and goal. Lamar tries to scramble. He loses his footing or whatever. Gets stuffed. Then on fourth and goal, he tries to force it to Duvernay, I believe, in the corner. And it's like three Bills players right there. That's an interception every time, bro. Like, yeah, you could be mad at John Harbaugh, but Lamar kind of lost him that game. But like you said, it's either way. But that's just all right. Can we all? Can we all? Can we all? I'll let you go to PC, but I, I just got one thing. Can we all agree or maybe realize that, honestly, having a – this is why a wide receiver one, bro, is so important. Well, because look who say. you just said – look who you just said he was trying to get the ball to. He has he has no wide receiver one. And, look, I know Tolu wants to <laughs> praise Bateman and Bateman this and Bateman that. Well, Tolu, he There's got a no show. I don't know where Bateman was, was yesterday. Where was, was, where was Bateman no that entire game? Exactly. Yeah, nowhere. Like, you need a wide receiver one. And I'm not saying that, oh, this is the reason, the whole reason why they lost this game. I'm just saying, wide receiver one is very important. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis is on the come up. And you're possibly talking about a situation where they may have two wide receiver ones if Gabe Davis turns out to be that good, which he looks the part, bro. I mean, PC, A.J. Brown. I mean, I can name everybody's team, Broncos. Courtney Sutton, Jerry Judy. Like, I can name all these teams, and then you get to the Ravens, and you start naming receivers, and you start scratching your head, like, who the hell are these guys, bro? Like, I, I know, like, Duvernay, there, there's no reason why the fourth down you're trying to pass it to Duvernay with three Bills receivers. A special teams a guy one. at that, bro. I, thank you. This dude made his name from special teams and got thrown into the wide receiver room because they traded Brown. They think Bateman's the new wide receiver number one until he proves it. He's not that guy. I mean, we don't know yet, bro. I mean, Ravens just have, like PC, like you said, but Ravens just have, it comes down to coaching. It comes down to the play call, everything. But Ravens have a lot of issues, bro. And the defense, bro, giving up 32 points at home, I mean, that's just completely unacceptable, bro. There's no excuse for that at all. I mean, you're doing the opposite of what most teams do, which is give those type of points off, give those type of points up on the road. You're doing that at home. I mean, your home is supposed to be where you get most of your wins, play your best defense, your best offense, and Ravens just not doing that, bro. Tolu said it best last week when he talked about the defense. It's the worst defense that um the Ravens have looked, bro. And honestly, we we saw that yesterday, bro. I understand like, again, you went against the Bills, but at the end of the day, you were up seventeen three, bro. Seventeen three is seventeen three. That means you were doing something right in the first half, and you just completely choked and effed up in the second half. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so yeah, Ravens had to be on my loser. Yeah, we kind of went on with that one. Ravens had to be uh, on the losers for this week. Um, and now let's jump to the winners uh, really quick, briefly. Uh, first, I went with the Giants. Um, I can't remember the last time the Giants were 3-1. and I think Sean said, what, 2016 or something like that. It's been a while. Um, but it's not just them being 3-1. and Giants are actually looking good in these games. Um, PJ is improving. I won't say he's a lot better than what he was last year, but he's definitely taking a little step from what he was last year. Uh, but Brian DeBall, bro, he's, he's really got this team uh, set to go in the right direction. Like I said, I said it before the beginning of the season that Giants were going to be a team to look out for. Um, I didn't believe it too much, I'll admit. I didn't believe it. I was just speaking because of the talent that they had on the roster. But, yeah, man, Brian DeBall is the real deal, bro. Sean, you got a good one, dog. You got a good one. Must be nice. Must be nice. Um, number yeah, two. Their schedule is going to ramp up, though. I look. Listen, I said that the Giants might start four 0 because of how that first half of the schedule went, first quarter anyway. 
now their next three games, they got to take on the Packers. Um, I'll tell you the rest of the schedule in a second because I was looking at it earlier. Their next game is against the Packers in London. Um, but then they have to take on the Ravens and then the Jaguars and then the Seahawks, who, you know, which just going to show out with the Lions. It, it's not it's not getting easier for the Giants. I think we're going to really see what this team is capable of. This man just cannot give credit where credit is due. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Who have the Eagles? Who have the Eagles? The Vikings? The Vikings? The Vikings who just oh, won. Oh, wow. The Jaguars oh, who were we were everybody was hyping up this past week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, who have y'all the, the what, Titans y'all, and the Jaguars point, are both point, fighting for point. the AFC South. The Panthers have good defense. The Cowboys are 2-0 with... Panthers suck, with, bro. Panthers they have a suck. good defense. Terrible offense. No, they suck. The Cowboys are Panthers. undefeated with Cooper Rush. Oh, brother. No way he brought... Okay, yeah, we're, we're moving on. Um, So, number two. uh, I decided to go with the Eagles. I mean, bro. 4-0 is 4-0, bro. The only undefeated team in the NFL, like I said, bro. I'm still going to say it, PC. You, you, I, think you picked, I think you picked the Zags over you guys last week for the upset, right? I'm going to say it again, bro. I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again until they lose the game. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to go undefeated during the regular season. I don't know what happens in the playoffs, but during the regular season, they're going undefeated, bro. Like I said, my Packers still have not shown me anything. The game they played yesterday, they look awful. Um, I just think that the Eagles, bro, if the Pack, if Packers being the toughest game on the schedule right now, the, the Eagles are so much better than the Packers, and I really don't even think it's close. Um, Packers have the better quarterback. Eagles have the better team, coaching, everything. Aaron um, Rodgers so is yeah. not like that this year. He's really Sucks. not, man. Look, he's really not, bro. He's really not like that this year. Um, I did, and, and I'm gonna go back to what I said before, bro. Wide receiver ones, man. They are so, so, so important. And Aaron Rodgers is realizing that. Um. So yeah. So finally, bro, I had to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, man. It's is this specifically. I mean, a 41-31 win, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew it would be a good game, but, bro, it's just the thing that this man Patrick Mahomes does on the field. It's just unreal, bro. Like, this man is literally playing backyard football on the NFL. The game is just so slow for him. I have never seen a quarterback like this. We all thought Aaron Rodgers was the most talented quarterback in the NFL. I'm here to tell you right now. Patrick Mahomes is so much better than Aaron Rodgers, so much more talented. I mean, this is just something that we've never seen, bro. The dude literally ran away from defenders and literally, y'all saw the play, bro. Just literally gracefully just tossed the ball into the end zone to a wide open running back. Who does that? And I understand Lamar Jackson is up there, but look, Lamar Jackson cannot even do the things that Patrick Mahomes does, bro. Like, the things that this man does is just completely I'm unreal. mentioning I'm Josh Allen. Fan. He's not I'm like that. No. Who? No, Josh Allen. No, Josh Allen. No, 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 no. Josh Allen is... Oh, Here's he, the difference. Here's good. the difference. He's Here's good. the difference. Patrick Mahomes, always good. Josh Allen, first two years, buns, ass, cheeks, hot dog water, terrible. What's that have to do with that? Stay on mute. Because what does she that was have shaking, to do with she was shaking her, She was shaking her head like Josh <laughs> Allen was. Who the cares? Quarterback. You're upset. I You're obsessed. Care, I care. Look, I care. Look, 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 look. I'm gonna just tell y'all this, all right? Take, take a blender, right? Take a big, like the biggest blender you can take. Put throw Tom Brady in there, throw Aaron Rodgers in there. I guess you could sprinkle some Josh Allen in there because he keeps staring at me. Um, 
and and throw some Aaron Rodgers in there. Blend it up. Okay, okay. I'm drinking it now. It tastes delicious. That is Patrick Mahomes, bro. Wait, pause. Pause. Yeah, but you yeah, pause that. Is Patrick, that. that is Super Patrick Mahomes, duper. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is Patrick Mahomes, bro. Okay? Like, I don't want to hear, oh, Josh Allen is the best. I don't want to hear Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. I don't want to hear Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback. There is one, there's one quarterback in the NFL. Mahomes is here. All the other quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to throw Russell Wilson in there, too. Oh, wink, wink. It's down here, bro. Like, it's really just not even close. And honestly, I would love to know, like, y'all reaction when y'all saw the play I just talked about. Because honestly, bro, I literally, bro, I screamed, bro. I was like, which one? I literally said, what the fuck? When he literally just tossed the pass uh, to CEH, just tossed the touchdown uh, pass. But just, I was just like, gracefully, just, I literally, my mouth dropped. I was just like, how does he keep doing this stuff, bro? You want to like, know something? How? TK? After that play, honestly, and the way things are looking, I think Patrick Mahomes has my early MVP pick right now. I know Lamar is up there, Josh Allen is up there, but I got to go with Mahomes right now because look, it's insane what he's doing. Leonie, look, I see what I, I see. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, PB. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, like, bro, at the beginning of his career, we were thinking to ourselves, like, is this guy going to be, like, the greatest quarterback of all time? with the stuff that he was doing on the field and maybe people just forgot how just how damn good Patrick Mahomes is so now he has to have performances like this against a lot of people's greatest of all time QBs and Tom Brady and his team and that defense and slice and dice them I knew he was going to slice and dice them but that was something special that we saw on Sunday night man not many quarterbacks in this league can do that to that defense and Mahomes is just, like you said, TK, up here and everybody else is just down here, man. The stuff that he is doing, what other quarterbacks can you say can can pull off, you know, some of the plays that, you know, Patrick Holmes is doing on the field? None. None. Like, it's, it's just insane. It's just insane to me. I mean, everybody's a magician in their own way. He's just different level. Yeah, but see, but here's the thing. You say magician. Desi, bro, what do you want to say? You're on mute. You're on mute. What do you want to say? See, here's the thing. No, we don't care. We don't care. Here's We're the forgetting thing. that we lost to the Colts. Okay. The Colts. Oh, That's oh, minus one game. You, bro, Desi, you lost to one a concussed Tua, bro. You lost to a concussed Tua. That's worse. We was hurt at the ass. It wasn't Josh Allen. Oh, y'all, we all right. y'all were all right, hurt, kids. huh? Y'all were let's hurt. Get back, let's get back oh, to the original okay. point. Okay. Let's get back to the original okay. point. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's get back to what I was saying. Anyways, basically, um, I'm going to end it with this, all right? I think it's safe to say that not or or maybe I'm crazy for saying this, but I think not having Tyreek Hill just unleashed a different type of Patrick Mahomes that we forgot existed. I'm just trying to build off of what PC said. PC said we forgot who Patrick Mahomes is. No, I just think that not having that deep threat that you know at any time you could throw the ball down there and just scream, fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. No, you just throw it up and Tyreek will get it. Now you're in the situation where, bro, we have to see Patrick Mahomes do these type of Houdini things. And also, Trey, that's what I was saying. You say that all quarterbacks are magicians in their own way, but here's the difference, bro. Patrick Mahomes is Houdini, 
bro. He's Houdini. Everybody else, I don't need, I don't even know any other magician's names besides Houdini. That's the one magician I do know, bro. That's how that's how good right. Patrick look at it like bro. this. Like, he's just Patrick Mahomes, he's a he's Houdini with the throws. All right, play like that. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, they're Houdini with their legs. They can escape any any situation. Did you not? Did you not? Any see situation. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Because Patrick PC, Mahomes, PC, he's a, PC, he can oh, he can I improvise, but he's PC, not a scrambler on, like that, bro. Okay, he PC, can improvise, can but micro, he's not please. a scrambler. Like I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, okay, I understand, but I'm gonna ask you a question because you're lying and you're wrong, and I'm not gonna let you lie. PC, yesterday, like that. Did Patrick Mahomes not get out of the pocket? Break like two defenders to throw Bruh. that pass up and still get hit? I by just a guy? said he was an improviser. That's what improvising he, is in the pocket. Improvi- but in the pocket. No, he was out of the pocket. He ran out of the pocket. He was on the sideline. Did you not see what Lamar and Josh Allen do, though? Like but I listen, said, Mahomes okay, is if, a magician. their okay, own if, type okay, of magician. Okay. If you want me to say that Patrick Mahomes is not the type of runner that Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen is, yes, he's not that type of runner. No, no, but, I'm saying most of the most of the magical plays, yeah, he uses his legs a little bit, but he finishes with the throw. I'm saying Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, those guys, they can do the Houdini stuff, escape, and they do it with their legs. It's not really with the arm all the time. That's what I'm saying. It's two right, different right. types. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Everyone, everyone you just mentioned, Mahomes, Allen, um, Jackson, they're all Houdini in their own way. But when I think of, and what I think a lot of people think of when they think of who is the Houdini of the NFL, it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's plain it's Patrick, simple. Man. It's plain simple. It's Patrick, you know? bro. It's you don't Patrick. see There's no other... other quarterback that can do what we saw Patrick Mahomes. And it's not just a touchdown. This man was making all types of crazy things. He was doing all types of crazy things. Spin off of, spinning off of players, bro. Getting outside of the pocket and finding players, bro. Literally, he threw a couple touch passes, breaking out of sacks and, and tackles. Like, bro, this man, bro. I, I hate that I'm talking about this man so much because I'm a Broncos fan. But, like, Patrick Mahomes is literally special. Josh Allen is special. Lamar Jackson is Oh, special. I know Josh but, Allen is special. But, but listen, but listen. There's levels to these specials, is what me and PC are trying to say, bro. There's levels That's to these specials. That's what I just said. Like, he's a different type of, of Houdini. When you, th- when you think of Lamar Jackson, you think of Josh Allen, and then you think of Aaron Rodgers. But when you talk Patrick Mahomes, bro, Patrick Mahomes is on a level on his own. Desi, Mahomes, I don't care how you're looking at me right Lamar now, bro. I don't Allen. care. Patrick no, is on yeah. the level of his own, bro. He's on that level. I'm telling you right now, bro. He's on yeah, that he's level of his own. Point, but... But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to end TK's tier list for this week. Which I think for actually, I think this was my favorite one, bro. Everybody was very, very, uh, very, very involved. Um, I guess that just shows you what not having total one for a week will do for you. But anyways, we're going to move on to the next segment, uh, college football talk with our boy, Mr. College Football himself, the most handsome white man that I know. Son, go ahead, bro. Take it away. Christian McCaffrey is still alive, sir. CMC, the white savior, the best running back in NFL history, the best white player to ever lace him up. Go ahead, Sean. I'm glad that he's done. Um, But yeah, it was another very fun week of college football. You know, my Gators beat up on some scrubs. Not a big deal. But we had some good games, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. They were all in some pretty closer games than we were expecting, so... Uh, yeah, no, it was a fun week of college football, and I'm just curious, and it seems like Trey's got a question. 
how can you not mention the Boston College Eagles with a good dub over Louisville? 34 points Bro, on you the wake up. Fried chicken. Fried no, chicken. That's what it is. Boston you cannot be serious. You cannot be serious. Bro, nobody waits till we take down Actually, you know what? You know what? You know what, Trey? You know what, Trey? You know what, Trey? It's actually a perfect transition because, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Boston College is actually in the primetime game on ABC this Saturday. They're going to yeah, be taking on. Right. I'm not 100% sure, but I think you are right. They're they are going to be taking on number five Clemson. All yes, right. Sir. It's going to be yes, at Boston WB College. Um, I, is there, <laughs> I guess uh, this is going to be one of my leading questions. Is this going to be like any real shots of Boston College giving Clemson a scare like Mizzou almost did Georgia? Right. Yeah, yeah, no, like like you just said, Mizzou, Missouri just almost beat Georgia. Georgia, and so like, I'm certainly not going to say there's no chance that Boston College can could bring out a win, but Clemson's defense has been very impressive this year. Their defensive line is just as good, maybe even better than that one year when they had Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence, um, some. Uh, they Cleland haven't Fer- played Zay Flowers. Their, their defensive line has been on an absolute tear this season, and it's pretty much been carrying their team. Their offense is up and down. DJU, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name, but DJU's had some good moments, had some bad moments. Definitely better than he was last year, but you still see the bad version of him at times where he makes mistakes or he throws an inaccurate ball. So if we get that DJU, Boston College, if they get some maybe some lucky turnovers, uh, maybe Phil Jerkovic has a big game, it's certainly not impossible for them to pull out a W. Yes, Trey. Real quick, because I do want to say, Boston College defense, gritty, really good defense. Well, it's not the best, but you know, they opportunistic. They take advantage. Like you just said, Clemson's offense is very up and down, roller coaster, in fact. Last season, we was this close to beating them bums. This year, you know what I'm saying, Jerk's second year, you know what I'm saying, Zay Flowers is the guy. If Jerk can have a good game and not make any stupid mistakes, we will be in this game and we will win it. Because I'm telling you right now, Clemson is not ready for the sleeper. They're not ready. That's all I got to say. If you say so, Trey. You just wasted two minutes that we were literally never going to get back, bro. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I first. All right. So for my next real question, you know, I just have to get the Boston College woman out here. Um, you know. We we took a little bye week, uh, you know, from from CFP talk. Uh, so you know, during those two weeks, um, you know, we had some prehistoric things happen. We had UConn and FIU picking up their first wins against FBS teams for the first time in like a minute for both of them. Um, you know, we also you know had a couple upsets along the way as well. Um, I guess my my question, you know, with half of the season. Uh, being played now or about to be played what uh who has been like your like top team that you've been thoroughly impressed with you know and what player do you think has the best chance at being um heisman victory uh heisman trophy winner this upcoming season well pc i'm gonna tell you i've been very uh shocked with south dakota uh, they've been very very shocking to me <laughs> Thank you, TK. Thank you. I, I actually am going to go with South though. Dakota. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm kidding. Oh, bro, um, I thought you were serious, bro. No, no, no. 
Uh, maybe they forget this year. I, I don't know. I haven't been paying too much attention to South Dakota. I can't say. Um, for a team that's been very impressive this year, I'm probably going to go with USC. They're undefeated, 5-0. and They, I think they might have a ranked win. Um, uh, like Their offense has been very impressive. Caleb Williams has been on a tear. Jordan Addison. Caleb uh, Williams is looking like he might be the best quarterback in the country, even above C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, especially with Bryce Young's unfortunate injury. We don't know how long he might be out, but that could be a big loss and could improve Caleb Williams' chances at winning Heisman. But I would say for my most impressive team this year, I, I would go with USC. They're running away with the Pac-12. Their offense has been absolutely on fire. And I'm not saying, and like, who could be surprised? They hired Lincoln Riley, who everyone knows is a quarterback and offensive guru. He developed Jalen Hurts, um, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray all into NFL quarterbacks, all into pretty high pick, except for Jalen Hurts, who was still a second-round pick. Nothing to chalk over. Um, so, yeah, USC, Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, a solid defense, which wasn't always the expectation, especially Lincoln Riley's never been known for having a good defense. It's always been his offense that takes over. So USC all around has been very impressive this season, and they have a chance of competing for a playoff spot. Um, for a Heisman candidate, it's tough I was just about that was gonna be that was gonna be my question. Who was your week five or week six Heisman candidate right now? If you have to tough. choose right now, who there, would it be? Yeah. There's been a ton of very good quarterbacks. I don't know if there's any quarterback who's been like out of this world amazing, a million touchdowns, no turnovers, absolutely lighting on the world on fire. So I think I'm gonna go with the guy who probably should have won the Heisman last year, but he didn't, and for the same reason why he probably won't win it this year. But I'll, I'll show him the respect. I'll give him credit. Will Anderson, defensive end. Uh, no, 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 Trey. Not Zay Flowers. Definitely not Zay Flowers. Will Anderson, pass rusher from Alabama. He, I believe he should have won the Heisman last year. He was the best player in the country. He's the best player in the country again this year. And he's been even better this year than last year. If you look at like his first five games this year, in his first five games last year, he has even more impressive stats. And that's coming from a, a season where he was had record-breaking numbers last season. Will Anderson, like the defensive end on, for Alabama, has been on an absolute tear this season. And he, he deserves credit, uh, but unfortunately, I, I don't think the committee's going to give it to him. They don't love to give it to defensive players. So as much as he does deserve it, I, I'm expecting him to get robbed once again. If I'm going for a prediction, Will Anderson would be my pick, but as a prediction, I would probably go with C.J. Stroud. He's been leading Ohio State to a very good record, very good offense, and they'll be competing for a playoff spot and even a national championship. All right, I got one more question for you, Sean. Give me, right now, your top three picks if the NFL draft was tonight. Who would be the first three picks? Uh, I love this question, TK. As much as I am a college football fan and I like seeing who's going to win the national championship, who's going to compete for the playoffs, my favorite part about college football is like learning more about the guys who we're going to be watching every Sunday for years to come. That, that, I love the NFL draft, so I mostly do watch college football as a connection to the draft to see who who's going to be joining the NFL team soon. I think the Texans and the Seahawks are absolutely going to be in the um, market for a quarterback. Um, Texans have Davis Mills. Good player, solid player. He had He's shown some flashes, but I, I don't believe he's a franchise quarterback, and I don't think the Texans do either. 
Seahawks, who have Geno Smith, who's been very impressive this year, but he's already over 30. He's clearly not their long-term answer. He is more of a stopgap until they can so, find their next answer. After Sean, yeah, I actually have the top five picks in front of me right now. Um, at least as it stands right now, of course, this is going to change. Uh, it's the Texans at one, Texans at two, Raiders at three, and the Saints at four, which is Who's the Eagles pick. You said Texans twice. Um, the Panthers at two. Panthers, the Panthers at two. Okay, so replace everything I said with the Seahawks about the Panthers, except even more so. Because unlike the Seahawks, who have a solid quarterback, who is just probably not their long-term answer, the Panthers don't even have a solid quarterback. They have probably the worst. I'm not going to say that, but they have one of the worst quarterback plays in the NFL. Baker Mayfield has been absolutely terrible this year, missing DJ Moore constantly, absolutely wasting such a great talent at wide receiver. It doesn't help that he has Matt Rule, who is certainly the worst coach in the NFL, should have been fired over a year ago. Definitely, there's no reason he should still be coaching now. Um, so, yeah, they absolutely— It's his last year. Don't worry. It better be. For Christian McCaffrey, uh, DJ Moore, every player on that team safe. Matt Rule cannot be the coach. CMC will be a Pat next year, so it doesn't even matter. Whatever right. you say, Trey. The white oh, so yeah, so was Sean Payton. Yeah, so was Sean Payton and, 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 and Lamar Jackson. Exactly. You see the you see the vision, TK. No, 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 I'm blind. Um. So yeah, the to- <laughs> Texans and Panthers definitely in the market for a quarterback. Raiders could be too. They're they are able to get out of Derek Carr's contract if they wanted to. I don't think they would go that direction. I think they would want to give him at least another chance. Um. So I think the first two picks with the Texans and the Panthers would be set definitely between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I've been following this quarterback class. I've been wanting to see guys ball out and take the reins as the QB3, maybe even fight Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud for that QB1, QB2 spot. Doesn't exactly look like it's going to happen. Will Levis hasn't been great this year. Hasn't been pretty disappointing, to be honest. And Anthony Richardson, who's in his first year as a starter, still has a ton of potential and would be my pick for QB3 right now. Definitely, I can't see going in the top tier of the draft. As things stand, maybe he'll have an amazing end of the season. And I do think he'll still be highly drafted, just not top three high. Um, So Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, first two picks off the board in whatever order. I think it depends on what you want. C.J. Stroud's probably the smarter quarterback, more accurate. Uh, he's bigger. Bryce Young has probably the stronger arm, and he's more athletic. So it depends if you want, like, a Kyler Murray type or maybe, like, um, I'm struggling, like, um, maybe a Justin Her- a worse Justin Herbert type. It depends what you're looking for. Um, for the third pick with the Las Vegas Raiders, I don't think they're going to go quarterback. I'm going to go with the guy who I said should be the Heisman, Will Anderson, the best player in college football. Absolutely dominant. One of the best players we've seen probably since Miles Garrett, maybe Chase Young. But, yeah, he's been absolutely dominant. He's been so good in his Alabama career. Will be a top three pick. Maybe he'll even go ahead of one of the quarterbacks. We'll see. But those are my guys for the top three of the NFL draft. All right. Well. Another tremendous episode or tremendous segment of college football talk with our man, our son. Appreciate you coming out this week, bro, and dropping our logic, or dropping your knowledge on us. Um, ladies and gentlemen, with that, we're going to jump into the next segment. I think it's been a while now. I can't believe I'm saying that. I actually miss hearing these coons um, talk about wrestling. So with that being said, uh, PC, my man, Trey, my man, we're going to jump into the next me- segment off of the top ropes with your co-host pc and my dog trey go ahead and take it away fellas yes sir yes sir it has been so long since we've had dotr on an episode of whs podcast i hope y'all missed 
talking about some wrestling. Trey, I hope you miss OTTR. I know I did. Yes, sir. Good to be back. Well, we're back with a bang, ladies and gentlemen, because as we all know, this upcoming Saturday is Extreme Rules. It's going to be in Philadelphia. I wanted to go to it, but uh, the schedules, uh, they don't match up, unfortunately. Uh, RPW, our wrestling, uh, toy wrestling group chat, uh, there will be a couple of members going there. Hopefully we can get uh, some of the guys on to talk about their experience, of course. Um, But we have to do predictions. Now, typically, when we do predictions for you know, uh, events, you know, whether it be for WWE or AEW, it's me versus Shrey. Well, I think we decided to do something just a little bit different for this uh, premium live event. This time around, it's going to be WHS versus RPW. Yes, sir. Y'all heard that right. Y'all heard that right. We, along with Lake, who is, you know, my main right-hand guy in RPW, um, gathered all the votes, all the predictions in our group chats, and the majority vote decided the predictions for RPW. I have the predictions right here, and it's going to be me and Trey collaborating on our predictions for this upcoming event. And if me and Trey lose, well... RPW is going to pick a punishment for myself and Trey. I don't know what that punishment is going to be. I um, have a bad feeling about the punishment, bro. We can't lose. I, I do too. So um, let's try not to lose uh, this, this, uh, this premium live event, bro. Let's, let's just jump right into the card. Uh, make, with... make Trey wear a dress. Make Trey wear a dress for the RPW. Don't don't give them ideas. Make PC and Trey wear dresses. I want. Don't give them ideas. I want to post it on Instagram and everywhere. Y'all hear something? Y'all hear something? I don't hear nothing. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh let's get down to this predictions. Uh, let's start with the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line, an Extreme Rules match. Liv Morgan current champion versus ronda rousey um we're already because <laughs> i already know you're uh, pick okay we're deciding our predictions on coin flip if we disagree i got live i know you got ronda okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna get a coin real quick give me one sec this just had to be the first one way to start off pc i'll tell you what if you actually like truly believe Liv morgan is going to win I'm not going to argue with this pick, all right? Because I really, I don't care to argue about her at all. Like, if you see, I mean, let me tell you the truth. I don't see WWE making Ronda champ again right now. Oh, uh, what was that? What was that? What was that? Huh? Not saying that again, monkey. Let's move on to the uh, uh, what, what? What was it? So you're going with Liv? Yes. So you're going with Liv. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I, I just had to make sure. I have my coin ready, too. You, you sure you want to go with Liv? That was a rhetorical question. We're going with Liv Morgan, all right? <laughs> and for um, RPW, their pick was to Liv. So that's who they're going with. All right, for the next matchup, it is going to be the Robin Championship on the line in the first ever 1v1 women's ladder match in WWE history. Bianca Belair, the champion, taking on Bayley. Uh, who do you have, Trey? You know I'm going with Bailey. It's her time. 
Yanka, you had a nice couple of runs as champ, but it's time for Bailey to get back in the main title scene. Um, yeah, as much as I would love Bianca to retain here, I just you can't stunt Bailey's like momentum. Um, and I, I mean, damage control is like wonderful right now, so I think I'm gonna go with Bailey as well. Um, and for RBW, they chose Bailey as well. So, so far, identical predictions through and through. Um, for the next match is Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle in the fight pit with the special guest referee being UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier. Um, so, pretty, pretty big special match. Um, I think I'm going to have Rollins pick up the victory here. Um, but I mean, this, this, I think this really could go UFC either way. At, I mean, UFC ref, brittle UFC background. I think he might win this, bro. I don't okay. know. You may have to flip that oh. coin. I think I'm going to flip this coin. Heads for Rollins, tails for Riddle. It is Seth Rollins. Not okay. Mad. We're going, we're going with Rollins. Um, it appears that RPW is going with Riddle. Okay, so this this could be the swing match, bro. This could be the swing match. All right, let's go. Let's go, Rollins. Um, the next match, an I quit match uh, between Edge and Finn Balor. I'm going with Balor. Judgment really? Day. Yeah, Balor, Judgment Day. Also seeing a report saying that Triple H is thinking very highly of Finn Balor, Megama. Top Carter soon, so we'll see. I like anyway. Right. I don't know. Damn, I, I I even think of that. That's that's a really valid point. I would say Edge, um, because he just came back from from his kayfabe injury. Um, I I just can't imagine Babyface Edge saying I quit. Um, I, I mean I don't I don't know. I I think that this might be Edge. I think this might be Edge. Now, PC. RBW, RBW saying Edge, too. What so, would you say to if, like, let's just say Dominic comes out and he gets uh, Balor disqualified or something like that? Because that's very possible. Well, not because it's an I quit match. Never mind. Yeah, I was about to say they it's an I quit match. But still, they got Judgment Day. They have the numbers. So, I mean, just think of what they could do to Edge, who has Mysterio you know in his corner. I'm going to trust your better judgment here. I'm going to go with Balor. Let's go with Balor. All right. Um, one of those swing matches. Okay. Next match, a strap match. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. I think it's Cross. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Drew McIntyre, he just lost a, a unification title match at the pay-per-view. I don't know what they're going to have him do right now. I guess putting Cross over is the first step. So we go with Karrion. Um, RPW has crossed you, crossed a Triple H guy, obviously came back after he took over creative, so I think it'd be very stupid to have him lose here. Um, and the final match, a good old-fashioned Brook match, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Now, mind you, uh, Sheamus is going to challenge Gunther for the Air Cardinal Championship this Friday on the season premiere of SmackDown, so depending on how that match plays out, and I think I might have Seamus winning that match. 
I'm teasing might go with the brawling brutes here, but I still think that Pete Dunne and, and Rich Holland are going to turn on Sheamus, which is why I'm leaning towards Imperium in that aspect. RPW went with Imperium too. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I see how the brawling brutes would win this. I mean, because like you said, they're going to break up soon. It's bound to happen. I think that this would be it. And then Sheamus, of course, goes one on one with uh Gunther at um what is it? Crown Jewel. There we go. Something like that. I think Sheamus as the ultimate babyface. Um, and I mean he's been having one hell of a run as a babyface right now. Um, Butch and and Rage are naturally good heels, I think, and I yep. think we're gonna see that break up. At extreme rules, or yep. at the very least, after extreme rules after the match. So, yeah, give me, give, give us Imperium here. Give us Imperium. Looks like the swing matches are going to be Riddle versus Rollins, and I have Riddle a very, versus Rollins. About our swing matches here, bro. I have a very good feeling. I, I do too. <laughs> it's, it's coming down to, to Riddle versus Rollins and Edge versus Balor. So, um, yeah, strap in and stay tuned to see. If RBW makes us do some horrible punishment or not. Um, what happens if me and you win? Nothing. We get we get satisfaction. Dude, we're the ones with the podcast. I mean, <laughs> true. I but mean, I, let's look at it like this, right? If me and you somehow manage to beat the whole RPW as a collective, I think me and you are in for a couple title opportunities down the line, number one contendership type stuff. Just saying. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we get there, if we get there. You know, I'm definitely hoping that we get there because you know the narcissistic narcissistic side of me definitely wants to uh, see us win. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, sociopath in me wants us to kind of lose to see what they might have us do. Podcast, but anyways, I digress. That's it for off the top rope this week. We'll be back next week, definitely for the results. TK, back to you on the main podcast. Hold up, hold up, real quick. It's crown, not crown you. Extreme rules. Saturday or Sunday? It's Saturday. Hey, Saturday pay per views, but I'll take it. Hopefully, you guys lose though. I love you guys. I love you both. You guys are my brothers, but I really want to see you guys in some dresses, some makeup, and a wig, bro. I need to see Trey in it. Because Trey will never, Bruh. ever, Bruh. ever be able to disrespect me again. Because every time you disrespect me, I'm just pulling the pictures out. Like, if y'all say something I don't like, Trey and PC, I'm just going to pull a picture of y'all in the dresses out, bro. Listeners, That's cool RPG, enough. That's cool enough. Please we're not make these dresses, though. We're not really. Please make them wear dresses. No. Or make them. We're not or wearing. Make them dress, or make them dress like Sasha. I want the two-piece. No, like, I want the little skirt, the little mini skirt. No, I want all that, bro. I want all that. But. Let's move on to our favorite part podcast, and that's the hot take. Uh, PC, got the fan hot take of the week for us this week, Brady? Why don't you go ahead and play yes, that? Yes, I do. Definitely do. By the way, if you want to say your fan hot takes for the show, definitely DM us on our personals or even our socials. Check us out, and you'll get your fan hot take played. Yo, my name's Jacob. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm repping all Atlanta teams, and I feel like my Bulldogs going to win. I mean, I'm assuming his game, Georgia Bulldogs. Did, did he not watch the the Missouri game on Saturday? Because uh, yeah, that was that was 
you really play, scary. You play like that. You play like that against any of the good teams, the ranked teams, bro. You won't be seeing much of anything this year, bro. This yeah, I, won't be a actually. A I, I, people, can, we, can you um? Can you expand on that, Sean? Like, what, what's been going on with Georgia's offense? Because, like, this is now two weeks in a row where they just started slow. And last week, they almost got beat by a team they should convincingly beat. So, like, what's going on with Stenson Bay? What's going on with the offense, man? Yeah, I mean, um, it's the same problem they had last year. Stetson Bennett, in the beginning of the season, weeks one and even a little bit two, Stetson Bennett looked like he was maybe turning the corner, like he was having a breakout season. Clearly, now we know that's not the case, and it was a bit of a fluke. But Stetson Bennett's re- return to the player he was last season, and the only reason that Georgia won last year was because they had probably the greatest defense in college football history. But on offensive-wise, their quarterback constantly held them back, and he's currently doing the same thing this season. Yeah, man. I, Sean, basically, yeah, he said it the best, bro. Uh, that defense, I'll say it. It was historically the greatest college defense we have ever seen, bro. Everybody here is it's between the ages of 23 and, and a little bit older. But we have never seen a defense that elite, bro. And he's absolutely right. The defense completely carried them to the championship last year. The quarterback wasn't really that good at all last year. I mean, he was okay. He was manageable. That's the word I'll use. I mean, he was manageable last year. But that defense, absolutely, bro. The greatest defense that we have ever seen in college football, bro. And I don't think we'll ever see a defense um, like that again. That defense that took a step back this year. And um, they're going to have to win the championship this year because of the quarterback, I believe. It's not going to be because of the defense that's carrying them this year. Because of that, bro, yeah, man, I agree with Sean, bro. The quarterback's really not that good, and I don't think they're going to win another championship this year. But um, with that being said, let's jump into – our fan hot take, our, our hot takes of the weekend. We're gonna start with let's start with Gianni. I got a hot take, an NBA hot take. It's about the Phoenix Suns. Um, the Suns got beat by a, a team from Australia yesterday, and they have some turmoil from the offseason because of Eaton and game moves and everything. So my hot take of the week is. That the Phoenix Suns are going to be in the play-in tournament. They're going to fall from being the first seed last season to being a play-in team. I can definitely see that with how things have been turning. Yeah, like, not a bad man. Bad. What what a weird team right now. Like, hey, I know y'all saw Devin Booker's IG story too uh, with that with that picture of LeBron. You know, from that one press conference he did. Let me tell you something. Devin Booker, in a message to that entire Phoenix Suns franchise. I get it. Take it from a guy like me. You know, I've been a Sixers fan my entire life. I've been through some very tough, emotionally exhausting losses, especially during the process. Trust me, I get it. You know, I was a part of Kawhi Leonard's, you know, game-winning, game-seven shots. You know, been a part of epic collapses from the playoffs. I get it. All right. But all these are just showing signs of someone who is not in an emotional state right now to challenge the rest of the league. What I mean by that is that you're hearing all this noise, all this trash talk going on about you and your team right now, and you do not know how to handle it whatsoever. That can't happen. Okay. Delete your IG, delete your socials, do what you have to do 
to get away from the outside world right now so that Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns can be ready for this upcoming season. We all know just how good of a player you are, Devin Booker. Okay, we know how good of a team that the Phoenix Suns are. You cannot let one loss in the playoffs, whether it's embarrassing or not, it happen. Pretty much establish who you are as a team. I mean, you're getting this pressed about a preseason loss to an Australian team that's called the Sixers, man. <laughs> like, yeah, people are going to make their means because, you know, for the Australian Sixers, this was their NBA Finals, okay? This is the most recognition they're going to get. Let's keep it real. All right? People are going to make their jokes about it. For you to be this sensitive about it, for you to be this uptight about it, that's showing signs of a team that is broken right now. And trust me when I say it, the Phoenix Suns are a broken team right now, emotionally and maybe even physically. Is what separates the good leaders and the good teams from the greats and the elites in NBA history. What kind of player are you, Devin Booker? Are you the guy that is going to constantly post, you know, pictures of LeBron bragging about, you know, his his success and about him hearing the noise when you lose a preseason game to an Australian basketball team? Or are you going to be the guy that puts down his phone gets off all of his socials, and he puts in the work in the regular season. PC. I guess we're going to see. Real quick. One, Devin Booker, he's not the leader of their team. It's Chris Paul. Two, I get they, you know what I'm saying. Like, you're right. Uh, you just can't let one preseason loss uh, rattle you, and then, you know, they had that very terrible loss to Dallas. Uh, that was just disgusting but at the end of the day there are two types of players in the nba it's just facts people that want to win and people that just want the big check the most money devin booker he clearly wants to win he sees it's not it's not looking too good for them out there so i mean leaving may be his best option because right now the suns they're they're not even looking like they're going to put any work in in the west this year like they're not the favorite at all it's the Warriors, really. Then you still got the Clippers. I mean, the Dallas Mavericks, they have hope. Memphis is up there. Lakers are a playing team, but it's still the Lakers. I mean, fully healthy squad. Let's see what they do. I mean, it's just not looking too good right now. At the end of the day, as long as he doesn't pull a Kevin Durant, who cares? Leaving, that's cool. Just don't leave for, like, the obvious favorite to get you a ring. Like, yeah, because... It's not the way. That's the thing, bro. That's the thing, though, Trey. Uh, and then we can move on to the next hot take, bro. Fans are salty. Team is salty. You got to remember, bro, just three, four months ago, they were the number one team to get Kevin Durant when he requested that trade. So you were in the process of knowing DeAndre Ayton. You didn't want to pay him that money. He was on the way out. You had to pay him that money because nobody else wanted him. Um, the, net, the, the Kevin Durant deal that never fell through. That was never happening. So, I mean... They're probably looking at it from that point of view, bro. Devin Booker already, in his mind, like I said, three, four months ago, he had it set up to where they thought they were really getting Kevin Durant. A lot of people did, bro. Like, it was Suns worthy team that he wanted to go to. And then when you have to turn back around and then keep the center that you know, I mean, you we all know what DeAndre Ayton is, bro. You know, he's not going to be any better than what he is now. He's very, very, very good center, bro. But, I mean, that's the most you're going to get out of him. You're not going to win a championship with him. 
Um, I mean, I think Devin, Be- Devin Booker is just looking at it from that way. You got to remember, he's still young, bro. Like, he's around our age. So he's young, bro. So he's uh, thinking that he has the opportunity to play with a guy like Kevin Durant and Chris Paul, and then it turns back around. And, I mean, you have the same guys on the team. You really don't bring anybody new in. Um, you know what you did last year. These 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 uh, Western Conference teams are so much better this year. Trey said it. Lakers are going to be there. Uh, 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 the Clippers are definitely going to be there. The Mavs are going to be there. Um, the ja- uh, uh, the 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 uh, team. The Nuggets are going to be there with Murray coming back this year. I mean, bro, it's going to be it's it's going to be it's it's not even Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of different uh, like. Devin Booker is just looking at it from that way. Like you said, I'm glad that you say he wants to win, bro, because everybody used to know the type of player Devin Booker is. He's one of the best players in the league. He wants to win, bro. He, he, he already has his back. He doesn't really care about the money. He wants to win, bro. And I think he just knows that. Can't win with DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and the rest of these guys that you had last year. I mean, like I said, to not even bring anybody in. <clears throat> and then I get Kevin Durant, bro. That's that's tough, bro. That's tough. But um, let's move on to the next hot take. Uh, let's, go with, let's go with Sean. I know he has to get up out of here. Go ahead, Sean. My hot take is going to be about you know I, I, I'm good now. My hot take is going to be about the New York Football Giants and their star running back Saquon Barkley. Not only is he running away with the comeback player of the year race, he's I think it's time we say it. He's the best running back in the NFL. He's like, not running away with it. He's running away with CMC it, but that, still, but that's not the hot still take. Right there, the that's white not the hot take. Is still right there, bro. That's not the hot take. The hot take is. He's the best running back in the NFL, and it's time we all realize it. He's been absolutely dominant week in and week out, out-rushing teams, out-receiving teams. He's breaking records. This is by far the best version of Saquon Barkley we've seen in his career. Behind a bad offensive line with bad QB play, he is still the number one fantasy running back, leading the league in rushing yards. He's been absolutely on a tear this season, and he's going to continue that tear for the rest of the season. Christian McCaffrey is not better. Jonathan Taylor is not better. Derrick Henry is not Taylor better. Definitely they are fighting better. for number two, but Saquon is number one, and it's time you recognize Don, it. I don't disagree with him being number one right now. He's just not the favorite. He's not running away with He's running away with it. Literally, look I, at I will say, I will doing. say, like, I just, I do want to give a pat on back. Oh, my goodness, the Phillies are going to do it. Sorry. My God, we're about to make the playoffs. Okay, sorry, sorry. You're I'm welcome. getting a track. Um, no, 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 we're, we're whooping the Astros butts right now. Um, one thing I will say, can we just give a huge, huge thank you, Sean, to James Franklin and Penn State football program? I mean, because of Miles Sanders and Saquon Barkley, you know, there have been, you know, breakout comeback years. Like, like Miles Sanders is not having a breakout comeback year, sir. He literally, he's fully healthy this season. He's fully healthy this season, and he just had a career game against the Jags. He had 149 yards and two touchdowns, okay, as running back one. Heavy game, okay? Miles Sanders is not doing anything stellar. Saquon, you're a hater. hater. And Derrick Henry, those are the top three backs right now. I'm not no, no I'm listen, like I'm not saying Berkeley that Miles outplayed Derrick Henry on his own. I'm career. not saying that, by the way, I'm not saying that Miles Sanders is like a top five running back or anything. All I'm saying is that people that are point, I think, realizing just how great he is. That's all I want to say. Really respect respect CMC though, because he's literally doing it all right now for the Panthers. As a CMC Saquon as a CMC fantasy owner, he hasn't even been that good this year. He's been right. solid. Just no, dropped two yesterday. He had like ten points plus. Oh, yeah, that was his best game. It was on the 
maybe in fantasy, but on the ground. Two back-to-back 100-yard games. Then yesterday, he had almost 100 yards receiving and, like, 40 rushing. He was doing his thing, bro. Stop hating. No, he's a good player. He's just not winning Comeback Player of the Year award because Saquon is running away. It's not a runaway, though. It's really not a runaway. Whatever you say. It's pretty close. Okay. Derrick Henry is also a sniper. I like that. Saquon Comeback Player of the Year. Saquon RB1. No discussion. He can win it. He can definitely win it, but he's not running away with it. Respect the white savior. TK, you're on mute, bro. Only white savior is me. Okay. Christian, Christian really McCaffrey. Done. Here's the difference, though. But here's the difference. Christian McCaffrey's team is not winning. The Giants are winning. That's not They're his fault. One and three. Not his fault. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like I said, I mean, Look three and one, one and three. Right now, it's not like Saquon's on an amazing team trade. He's carrying the offense to victory. If you Christian guys are better. Back, you guys are better than the Panthers, bro. You might have played weaker opponents, but you're look, better. Look, at the end of the day, look, at the end of the day, I think we all agree with this, all right? CMC, Kyle Sanders, Saquon Barkley, all better than a running back in Buffalo. I don't even know. It's something Singletary. And with that, let's move on. Trey, go ahead. Give your hot take, Brad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This hot take is coming to you hot off the press because you already know how I do it. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my hot take is, right? Hear me out. This year, so far, Cooper Rush has been better than Kyler Murray, Stafford, and even Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, bruh. He's been better than all four of those quarterbacks. He has the Cowboys at, what are they, 3-1? and one. He checked in the game late against Buffalo. Not Buffalo, the Bucks. Okay? He doesn't have an interception this year. His touchdown ratio is 4-0. to zero. All right? His passer rating is like 96 or whatever. He is like, I don't know if he was top five in yards at one point. He's definitely in the top 10. He has 737 yards right now. And he's 4-0 as a Cowboys starter. 4-0 as the starter. Cooper Rush, when everybody, even me, thought the Cowboys season was done for because one, Dak was hurt. And even then, before he got hurt, people thought it was done. Just listen, right? Cooper Rush. He's doing what he needs to do to win them the games. He's not putting them in bad position to lose these games. Cooper Rush has been a very good underrated quarterback this year, and it's not being talked about enough. It's really not. That's all. That's the hot take. I mean, you can do what you want with it. It's just facts. Cooper Rush has been overachieving the expectations for the Cowboys and even himself this year. He might take, well, he's not going to, but he could take Dak Prescott's job. The way he's been playing, the way he's been. So playing. when I when I when I said this last week, bro, we all agreed that he wasn't Tony going Romo to. Though. And Dak we Prescott, all agreed that he wasn't. Y'all going. all said, but I'm just saying it's possible, bro. It's possible, bro. Bro, Jerry Jones has nothing better to do but create these terrible ass storylines. I'm telling you right now, bro. Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott is going to be a storyline. Cooper Rush uh, will be the starting ahead. quarterback on a different team next season. I fully believe that the way he's playing. Are you realizing Somebody, you said four somebody's going and, to be desperate enough to sign him if they don't draft the QB? Four touchdowns in three games is like one and a half touchdowns a game. That's terrible, bro. You're averaging the, one and a half touchdowns a game, bro. What are you talking about, though? They've been running a lot, okay? And he didn't have any in the first game. So the way I see it, he's doing what he needs to do. Like I said, he's not putting them in position to lose the games. He's been those quarterbacks, especially Rodgers. Um, all right, so for my hot take this week, um, it's going to be a baseball hot take, okay? Um, call me crazy, 
But um, my hot take for this week is that Aaron Judge will not get to 62 home runs this season. I know everybody wants him to do it, okay? And it's not that I don't think he has the power to not do it. It's just that nobody's going to actually pitch to him to get to it. Um, You know, and that's unfortunate, but I think it's just the way that things have to be. Um, Yankees are still in the playoffs. You know, y'all might go far this season, but yeah, I don't think Aaron Judge is going to get to home run number 62. Yeah. Honestly, I think he's going to get it the last game of the season Um, because we have a doubleheader tomorrow. And we have a game on Wednesday. So he might have like 12 at-bats. And with one chance maybe to get, you know, a home run with those 12 at-bats. So you never know, honestly. Hopefully for his sake, yeah, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, I could care less, you know, because, you know, Yankees, they're not on my side. But, uh, you know, for you Yankee fans, maybe he'll do it. Again, I I can personally care. He's at 61 right now. And you think in possibly 12 at-bats, he's not getting one more. Nobody's going to pitch him. Who's going to pitch him? I know. I I certainly, I don't know about you Do guys, you but I don't want to be the guy that gives up home run number 62, Aaron Judge. Well, I don't want to be that guy. Well, the Ranger said, um, the manager who's like the interim manager, he, they're going to say that he said that they're going to pitch to Judge the entire series. They're going to try to like um, pitch him like as hard as possible. Make sure it's like um, try to strike him out as many times as possible. That That's like their, their mindset basically. Hey, uh, Gianni. Yeah. When I say this, right, I really mean this. I do hope that Aaron Judge gets to this uh, 62 home runs because when he does, this is what's going to happen next, baby. Yes, sir. Welcome to the land, baby. Oh, come on. Okay. The Red Sox. Okay. Go, go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, come, come on. Bro. Just let him mute him. Mute him. Mute him. Down to mute happen. Him. He's a Red Sox baby. fan. Oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up. Doesn't he just Shut look dreamy in that red? Right. Yes, oh, does. my God, bro. This man. Childish. Childish. All right. So, now it's going to be my hot take for the week, bro. And Trey, I was going to go, I was going to say something about the Clippers, bro. But you know what? I feel like pissing PC off. So, here's my hot no, take no, no, week, bro. Say both, say both. I no, want to no, hear no, the Clippers no, take no, after. No, I want to no, hear the Clippers no, take no, after. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know if you've seen those videos, PC, but uh, your man Ben Simmons, bro, he's been in the gym. And not only has he been in the gym, he's been shooting mm. a lot of threes, bro. So, here's my hot take for the week. No, 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 wait, 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 stop, 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 TK, 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 just stop yourself real quick, okay, because I already know what you're about to say, okay, Ben Simmons about to have another, you know, about to have breakout season, he's about to hit a lot of threes, okay, he is coerced, magically, once again, number 10 has coerced another fan base into thinking that the stuff that he does in open gyms is what he's going to do in an actual NBA game, you know what? Give I hey, gotta hey, give it up to you, Ben Simmons. I really gotta give it up to you. You are a master I manipulator. Even said the hot take. I, I, I you don't need to. That, that leadway was. Can he say the hot enough. take, bro? Let him say the hot take, bro. I, I want. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
We hate sports listeners. Here's my hot take for the week. Like I said, Ben Simmons, man, he's been in the gym. Been in the gym a lot lately. He's been shooting up a lot of threes. The shot looks good. He's changed the jump shot. It looks great. So here's my hot take for the week, PC. Ben Simmons, at the end of the season, will have more three-pointers made than Tyrese Maxey. Again, I will repeat that. Ben Simmons will have more three-pointers made at the end of the NBA season than Tyrese Maxey. I guarantee. And here's why, bro. There's going to be so much offense power, offensive power on that on that net squad, bro. This man is going to have so many wide open threes of where nobody's guarding him. He's going to take them. He's going to take them because they're going to tell him to take them. He's going to have the confidence that your bum ass. I say I'm not going to take the sisters are bums, but that your team did not give him, bro. And yes, PC, I understand y'all gave him that confidence in the first years, but he wasn't taking the shots. Yada yada yada, whatever. But when he needed y'all most after that playoff game. Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid failed him, bro. So he's going to go out this year, and he's going to prove you guys wrong. And at the end of the season, he's going to have more three-pointers made than Tyrese Maxey. That is my hot take for the week. How do you feel about it, PC? He looked tired. <laughs> Honestly, let me jump hey, in. Look, I have to defend bro, PC here. But, but Gianni, wait. Gianni, before you, before you jump in, all I'm saying is he's going to have a lot of wide-open shots, bro. I just feel like he's going to Yeah, but he's scared he's to shoot. I don't, but I don't think that's a, that's gonna be the case this year. I don't think that's gonna be the case. I don't think you change like that. I don't think you change like I mean, that. It's like a never-ending change. I mean, change. look, I don't know, man. And he, I, I think, I, bro, I really think this year he's gonna, bro. He has a big ass chip on his shoulder, bro. Literally, yeah. He, he plays the Sixers four times. The PC stop looking at me like that. He plays the Sixers four times this year, and don't be surprised. If this man dropped five three-pointers against the Sixers, at least one of those games, bro. I'm just saying, don't be surprised, bro. If they just go back. I, I could see him dropping five three-pointers maybe against, I think, Orlando or, or OKC, like a, like a bad team like that. But I, I just don't see him shooting threes against, like, like Philly or, 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 like, contenders, basically. So I, I just don't see it. Like, I'm going to defend Pisa here because – Honestly, I just don't believe the hype of that guy. And, and that team, too, you're saying is explosive. We have to see how they're going to look. Honestly, I just don't I see agree. it. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's why it's a hot take. That's why it's a hot take. PC, I don't know why you hate me so much, bro. I, it's, it's pretty realistic. I didn't say more than James Harden. I didn't say something crazy like that. I just said Tyrese Maxey. I couldn't say Joel Embiid because I don't think he's going to take enough threes to be in the I think Ben Simmons will those threes this year as well. I just think he'll make more. Maybe it'll be one more, like 70, maybe like 52 to like 51 threes for the season. But I think Joel, but I think Ben Simmons at the end of the season will have more three-pointers made. That's all I'm saying, bro. It's going to be a lot of wide open shots for him, man. I think he knocked some. He's going to, he's going to, they're not all going to miss, PC. Not all going to miss, bro. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why you're still looking at me like that, bro. It's a good take. It's a good take. We've had, bro, we've had worse. We've had worse. I think it was a pretty good take. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be... <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to PC for the monologue. Uh, yeah, he's going to take us out of here afterwards. Go ahead, PC, if if you have... I want to hear that Clippers take. If you even have the energy to give your monologue after the hot take I just gave, bro. 
I feel like you really hate me right now, and I'm sorry. I, it's called a hot take. I just come on here every Monday. I just do what I'm asked, and I'm asked to give a hot take. So I just give a hot take. That's all. I didn't say James Harden, bro. Like, if I said James Harden, that would just be disrespectful. Go ahead, peace. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You think that Ben Simmons, the man quite literally, has a career total of about five nine and five <laughs> of about three three pointers made is going to come out this season and have more three pointers made than the guy who literally had more threes than Ben Simmons' entire career in the first quarter of the preseason game in Tyrese Matsu. That's what you really think, TK. <laughs> He's not the number one option on the Nets that he was in Philly. I mean, he's not that option anymore. But he's like the fourth. He's like a, maybe the fourth option, maybe the third or fourth at most. I'm just saying, bro. Some those shots are going to be so wide open for him. He's not going to miss all of them. That's all I'm saying. The shots that Maxie's going to take, the three pointers he's going to take this year, are going to be so much more tougher than Ben Simmons. Because nobody's going to guard Ben Simmons on the three until he starts knocking them down. And then even then, you still got to worry about Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. That's all I'm saying, bro. Yeah, so yes, I do think that only because of the situation that he's in. He's not the number one. He's the third best player on that team, maybe. And he's going to have a lot of wide, a lot more wide open shots than Tyrese Maxey. What hey, game man, have y'all been watching? No, 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 no. no. I literally I let y'all go. I let y'all go. This man PC just groups people in together. It's DK. This man PC. <laughs> the one thing he don't like. Y'all have watched a single minute... A Ben Simmons basketball, you would yes. know that this man gets 99.9% of his points within the paint or within two feet of the basket. So, what makes you think? That's why it's called a Kyrie hockey. Irving. Kyrie that's Irving and Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, that's what makes me think. I don't have Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm going to. All I want to say is the Celtics still look like the Celtics. Yes, it was preseason, but Joe That's must one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my entire life. Holy, no PC. God. No, no nah, PC. It's not that Pretty bad. terrible hot takes. No, in your past the time. worst hot take I have ever it's heard. It's not that bad. It is but officially you, you think, but worse. Listen, you're not. You're not thinking about it from the way I'm looking at it. It's no, not I Ben am. Simmons just making threes just to make threes. It's the fact that that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to get most of those double teams. Ben Simmons is going to be wide open. so He's going to have so many opportunities of wide. He's not going to miss all of them, bro. And I just think that he's going to have so much more opportunities of making these threes that he'll make. That he'll, he'll make enough of them. I'll say that. He'll make enough of them. I don't even if it, if he shoots twenty five percent if he tucks up two hundred threes this year. Let's just say he does that two hundred threes this year and he makes fifty five of them. I still think too high. I, I still okay one 
anything I say is going to be too high. It's Ben Simmons, bro. He doesn't shoot threes. So anything I say is too high. Let's say 100. I, and, and let's say he makes like 38% of them. So like, I understand, PC. He doesn't, he doesn't shoot. That's why it's, see, that's why, that's why it's so crazy to you because he doesn't do it, bro. But I'm saying there's going to be so many opportunities of him doing it, bro. I think he's going to take those shots, bro. I mean, I'm telling you, man, the PC, I, 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 I'll, send the, I'll send the jump shot videos, man. The jump shot looks nice, man. It looks nice. Looks really nice, bro. He All makes those make videos in open gym every <laughs> goddamn year. And every single goddamn year, I wait for this man to put what he does in open gyms into an actual basketball game. And you have the audacity to tell me that that man who constantly chucks up open threes in those open gyms is about to have more threes made than the guy that is quite literally on his way to being an all-star this upcoming season and Tyrese Maxey? If that's what you're Only telling me, TK, I have nothing else to say, and I can get to the end of this episode. Just tell me Go if that is what Go you ahead, mean. PC. That's what I'm saying. Ben Simmons is going to have more three-pointers made by the end of the season than Tyrese, than Tyrese Maxi. Go ahead, PC. Monologue. Episode 93 is in the books. Um, <laughs> I, I'm losing my voice trying to contain the blood that's currently boiling in my, in my veins right now. Follow our Twitter and our Instagram at WHS underscore podcasts and our TikTok and YouTube at We Hate Sports. Call up one, check up on them, tell them that you love them, stay hydrated. Um, I want to thank, I hope y'all enjoyed um, this version of the episode this week. Not only was it a trivia episode, but of course, we had TK as a mod for this week. And, you know, it wasn't perfect, but you know what? I'd say they did a pretty solid job for his first attempt at it. Um, you know, so... I'll give you a, a nice pat on the back because outsides you were doing so well up until that last segment. You were doing pretty well in my book. Um, so for next week, um, you've heard her, you know, quietly, you know, in some some parts of the you know episode sprinkled in. Um, I have a lot of hats on this uh, podcast, but um, well, the hats I've been trying to find the right person to give it up to. Um, and while she's still learning herself, I think is somebody that can definitely take that role in with some dignity, with some other, with some respect. Um, I want to officially welcome to the WHS family, the new moderator, Desi. So thank you for that. You already, you already know most of the crew. You already know most of the crew. Um, so y'all will be hearing her voice in uh, the episodes going forward. Um, so for, for this week, for this week, man, um, I just want to send out my thoughts and prayers to, uh, the victims of Hurricane Ian. Um, you know, it's, it's been obviously, uh, insane, um, down there, um, you know, a- along with just, uh, the weather that's been kind of going up and down the coast. I know I had to work out in like some pretty like cold rainy weather um on sunday so you know if, if you know anybody uh that is being affected by this hurricane definitely go and help them out i'm going to 
put in a, a you know, I'll try to find a GoFundMe to help out the victims of that hurricane as well for the description of this episode. So if you're listening, if you made it this far, definitely click on that link. And if you could donate anything uh, or help in any sort of way, share the link, do what you have to do. Um, because, yeah, you know, hurricanes are uh, pretty scary um, and they can definitely affect families for years. Um, you know, but like I know there was of a really bad one. Uh, I believe it was Hurricane Sandy that happened. It's been over a decade and there are still people recovering from that. So, um, yeah, donate if you can. And yeah, that's really that's really all I got this week. Um, take care of your own people. Take care of the ones that you cherish most in this life. Um, you know, because you never know. You you never you never know. This world's too freaking scary, man. Um, I can't stress that enough. Um, so yeah, I'll be back with you guys next week. Um, definitely be back. Uh, I'll be back in my my other previous usual spot as a just co-host and yeah that's all i got this week pc signing off anybody else got anything to add i got one thing to add bro harry irvin passes it to kevin durant kevin durant steps back passes it out to ben simmons ben simmons for three no well i mean good night when he comes back i ask the question